Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. So, how was your week? No? Uh, it was full of work until yesterday, which was lovely. Although, I, I must tell you, um, we just, because just we're in a caravan, it got a bit windy, and <laughs> we decided that we'd put the awning up. Mm. This, this is like 10 minutes ago. No, an hour ago. An hour ago. Time flies. And I got my finger caught in the... Um, oh. Morning, as it and when it first happened, there was a real oh. divot here, and I, I can't quite feel the end of my finger properly. So, Ooh, crushing, um, ouch, crushing blow to mm. my ego. <laughs> caravan man, ego. Is it your yeah. caravan, or are you hiring one? It is our caravan, yes. Can drink wine, can't put an awning away. You might need to get, get a bit older and put a color through the hair to be like the gray nomads, you're sort of warming up to it. It's a great idea. Before that, wonder what that would be. It's like peri sorry, perimenopausal. You like peri nomad? I don't know because you're not there yet. Is that like wake up to yourself, Perry, from Muriel's wedding? Oh, I don't know that. Which one's that from? I mean, I know. Is it the beginning? Yeah, it's when um, Perry's kicking a um, Coke bottle or an empty Coke bottle around in the um, backyard and thinking he's kicking goals in the grand final. And uh, his dad, who's Bob the Battler, <laughs> turned around and wake up to yourself, Perry, just as he's going, because oh, he's just kicked the goal. Quite good. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Well, wake up to yourself, Perry. I can't, I can't remember what we were talking about. Oh, like, yeah, you said you can um, do caravanning and you can't do wine, but didn't you go wine tasting earlier? Well, you know, because we're in Bright, and there's a little place called Billy Button, which is a winery. It's really just a, a wine shop. They don't have their own grapes. They buy grapes in and then they make wine out of them. So we did have a sneaky little tasting just so that we'd have something to drink uh, post-podcast today. <laughs> um, and now we do. Oh, did you need much post-podcast last time? Were you well primed? <laughs> I never do, but it doesn't mean that I don't. <laughs> That's the attitude. <laughs> yes. Do you want to introduce ourselves? Uh, you know, so I'm Schmitty. And I'm, I'm Clarky. Yeah. And I'm Swanee. <laughs> and together we and are. Trial by wine. So I've been trialling wine a little bit this afternoon, but I'm now ready to do a trial. So Schmitty, if you've got one, let's do it. I do, I do. Okay, cool. Right. Oh, hang on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you sure? Just, so excited. Hello, am I on? Well, <laughs> after you're so funny. After your um, uh, extensive uh, one last week, I felt bad, so I have prepared a case, um, and I started out just sort of looking for some funny headlines to talk about, and then I, like you, went down a rabbit hole on a particular story. Uh, I was disappointed that I couldn't get a lot of background on this perpetrator because, unfortunately, effectively, they just tell you from the moment he starts to do naughty things. So unlike some other, you know, serial killers, he's not one, by the way, um, who you get the whole background story on, I haven't got it. Um, we like a bit of background where we can, but, you know, understand if you can't find it. Yeah, it starts when he starts being weird. Um, anyway, so I've tried to make sense of it uh, so I'm going to start by setting the scene for you. Thank you. So my, you're welcome. <laughs> my Do you case... mean you're going to make up the pre-story or are you going to actually start with oh, his first weird I... thing? I so wish I thought of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you would have done great at that. Suspend the truth a little. That's what we're all about. Didn't even occur to me. My case is about a person who seeks sexual gratification from women Um and he has a particular fetish associated where he uses a form of food in his sex play. Right? right. <clears throat> and that was a, a, a long sentence, and I was probably trying to be cleverer than I need to be. 
Anyway, so to put that in context, and I'm not kink shaming because this is a thing, right? So food and sex are often interconnected, both are basic human needs and responses. In the case of his fetish, they intersect a bit more literally than generally would happen for the rest of us. However, I don't know if you know this, but these fetishes have names. And I'm going to run you through a few here. Do. I will. Another lesson. Well, you'll enjoy this. My source for this is a reputable scientific source. It's don'tbelieveinjetlag.com. <laughs> so, oh, sounds nice. good. Okay. Now, some of this is Latin. I don't speak Latin, so I'll do my best at um, the pronunciations of the names. I believe this is cytophilia or cytophilia, perhaps. It's the most common food fetishism and refers to people who get turned on by food. There are different forms and levels of practice, but most are referred to as food play and consist of eating one particular food from someone else's body, like, you know, body shot or something like that. Uh -huh. Eating a whole meal off someone's naked body can also be seen as erotic. I'm hoping the meal is not, you know, something really, really hot because <laughs> that would not be particularly or enjoyable. Messy. Oh, yeah. Using, Tom Yum. Food, <laughs> using food to enhance a particular sexual act. Uh, so this could be like someone who has an unusual blowjob technique that involves a grapefruit or something. Um, could also what? <laughs> Don't just pass on that. <laughs> a blowjob technique that involves a grapefruit? Well, if you imagine the hollowing of fruit out and if the... The, the fruit's not too big. You hollow it out. You put the pe the erect penis in it. You might just be licking the end, and then the fruit's doing the work. What? Do you get me? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm reading. This is what came to mind when I read that. Mm. Okay. Discuss. Good all right, and it can also technically involve the use of food to enhance uh, genital lubrication, like using olive oil. Um, using food as a method of control or flagellation in sodomasochistic activity, like using a massive leek or a celery as a whip, or the insertion of ginger into the rectum or vagina, which apparently is called figging. And I thought it was, you know, amusing because the article refers to it sticking ginger up your rectum or your vagina and yet it's called figging why does it have to be sticking a fig it's very specific why is it ginger oh i don't think ha no oh, no no it oh. doesn't have to be it's the insertion of something we'll see okay. ginger's knobbly so what if what if you put a fig in your rectum or vagina is that called gingering that's exactly my point like why would you even use an example of something being ginger except that this is meant to be some form of method, uh, sorry, control or flagellation and sadomasochistic, right? So it's not meant to be comfortable. So an artichoke, for instance, <laughs> would not be comfortable. Oh, <laughs> there we go. And that might be whatever cytophilia is, okay? I think I just tried to pick up my microphone to have a drink. <laughs> so it's not necessarily, it's not something because, oh, I don't know, is mundane or as you know movie like as a little bit of whipped cream we're not talking about that we're talking about things that perhaps are uncomfortable or really no, it pushing can it. Be. okay it can be but that's not where no 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 it can be it, can be. So, it could so, be there but it could take us to other darker places yeah 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 so right. as it says there's different forms and levels yes so right most okay. of it's sort of food play okay and um my mind's a little bit more open now i was just sort of on the whipped cream so right you've got me now that's all right. So, can I just, I've got another, another thing that I'm kind of interested to explore, yes. which is if you go to a music festival and you're clearly not allowed to take drugs, but if you put them into your vagina, that's called banking, but not figging. And I wonder at what point it becomes, what point it's figging and what point it's banking. Sorry. Because okay, I would have so just thought the storage of anything in your vagina could be banking. This no. isn't about storage. No, this is I not about using... That. This is not about using your vagina as a purse. It's sort of means to, to an end. Yes, it is, it is the end. It's oh. not you know. It's not using it <laughs> as a vessel this to is, carry something. Using <laughs> your vagina as a purse is a very good analogy because you wouldn't have a snap clip on your <laughs> vagina, would you? <laughs> uh, this is about sexual gratification, not hiding right. something. Yes. So we're Thank not. Thank you for bringing um, us back. What was that film with Nicole Kidman where someone put a, a can opener up their vagina? Oh. I think it was a can opener. Oh, Ho Hotel Bangkok, Bangkok Hilton. Bangkok oh, my God, Hilton. Bangkok Hilton. God, that was so long ago. 
I know, but it was a really good film. And it was a miniseries. The whole... Oh, it was. was. It? In its day, remember we used to have right. miniseries? They were such a big deal. Mm. Well, we still do. It's just that we binge them all in one night. Correct. So it feels like the world's longest thing. Yeah. yeah it felt very special in the day. Anyway, anyway, back to this. So the whole point about that is about um, using something like an artichoke or something uncomfortable is the point because some people like that. Uh, dominant partners can also choose to control their submissive partner's eating habits and food intake as a regular part of their sex play. You're not allowed to eat that because I'm being sexually dominant over you as opposed to I'm body shaming you. <laughs> that would be quite good. Imagine that telling people that's the diet you're on. <laughs> You've lost a bit yeah. of weight, Carla. I was like, oh, yeah, I have actually. How's that working for you? Oh, well. <laughs> well you want to see the book that I got oh, it yes. from? <laughs> oh, it's working. And it's funny you should say that because apparently in Fifty Shades of Grey, whatever his name is, does have a food clause in the contract. Okay. Some dominant partners restrain their submissive partner's hands and make them eat from a dish on the floor, which is apparently... A a massive turn on for those into erotic humiliation. Using food as a masturbatory aid, this may include men having sex with foodstuffs like a pumpkin or American pie pie, and women using phallic shaped foods as a penis substitute like cucumbers or bananas. The use of sausages has, has oddly its own name bangers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it's bangers. <laughs> Either botulinonia or botulinonia. Never heard of it. Are they cooked sausages or like salami type sausages? Because I feel like if they were raw sausages, it would just make a mess. Do you know what? I reckon I'm going to go with it's a uh, salami type of smoked thing. Yeah. Because that's the phallic shape and it's hard enough. And I wonder whether it's called botulinonia because you might get botulism from it. Mm. Sounds like it, yes. Mm, Especially if you, if you read it wrong and you thought, I'm going to try that and got it kilo of raw sausages like there's no gratification from that that's not great but also what if you go to someone's house and you go there's a nice salami hanging here don't know why they've got it in their bedroom i'm just going to have a bit (laughs) oops i fell on it again (laughs) all right now this is the grossest bit i think in this drinking bodily fluids such as semen mixed with other foods or drinks after masturbation to get a few tips and recipes please visit (laughs) cookingwithcum.com They were lucky that 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 domain name was still available, weren't they? (laughs) (laughs) That was a note in the article. I didn't click through, so I'm not really ready to explore that particular ingredient in my culinary practices. Thank you very much. Food fetishism is not only about cytophilia or cytophilia, and also has other subcategories. Feederism or gaining, in which sexual arousal, arousal and gratification is obtained via the process of gaining, of yeah, or helping others gain body fat. Oh. So I have I've seen quite a few TV programs where yeah, people are basically bed bound because they're so overweight because they're fe- they're fed by their partners. The feeder enjoys the feeding and the recipient enjoys the eating. So here's I must another. Say, I do one. enjoy eating though. Sploshing is a form oh. of salarophilia in which individuals experience sexual arousal from dirtying the object of their desire. Sploshers find it intensely stimulating to be covered in wet, messy food substances like pudding, syrup or bolognese. I've got nothing. You just can't even react to that, can you? It's just so gross. And the the funny thing about food and sex is, you know, like uh, when I was a lot younger, dabbled, but I'm much, I'm, I'm really quite particular about my linen being clean. Um, in fact, I'm more particular about my really good linen. So I'm like, no, no food in the bed. Thanks very much. Get yourself a drop sheet. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Exactly. Practical. What about that tomato fest in Spain where they all throw tomatoes at each other? That could almost be like a sploshing orgy. Just food waste. Well, there's that. Okay, so now that we have a baseline understanding of food fetishism, I want to point out that including food in sex is more acceptable than it sounds. And if you take another enormously reputable source, Cosmopolitan, and their view on food and sex, (laughs) food can be used in foreplay to spice up your life. Get it? Oh, colours of the world. Correct. Uh, Now, Carla, I do want to segue a little bit here. Did Cosmo figure in your sex education? Oh, probably in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. I was talking to the boys about this earlier. I cannot believe how much more my boys do at school at a much earlier age, mm. certainly in primary school than we did. 
And uh, when you say what your boys boy. do, you mean your boys do more sexual education, not your boys do yes. more sex. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's quite there yet, but um, no, <laughs> they are certainly talking about it a lot at school, they, and their knowledge is <laughs> quite sophisticated compared to where we were at. Well, uh, for their age, and, and I am about to talk about the advice that Cosmo gives, and um, therefore it, it will be quite prevalent and and you know obvious that Cosmo's advice is rubbish and so it's not a surprise that um uh, you know your, your kids after all these years we're only just learning that now <laughs> Cosmo advises bringing food into the bedroom can be either really sexy or really not sexy to be honest it's one of those fantasies that can at times be better than the reality since the last thing you want to be worried about mid-bedroom sesh is where to throw your stro strawberry stems or whether that chocolate sauce will come off your white comforter. Fantastic it, advice. It's all in how you do it and, of course, which foods you turn to. Strawberries. Heads down the best. They don't fill you up unless you put a punnet up there. That was my ad. Oh. <laughs> Pardon the pun up there. But they're sweet and cute and for some reason you can feel adorable when you're eating them, apparently, and you can wipe off your hands on your arms or your boobs, Carla, or something afterward and everyone's chill with it. Win. Is that why they're popular at Wimbledon? Who's their audience? I, oh I don't know, 12-year-old girls. <laughs> when they're oh, sorry, win. They're compact, they're not messy, and they can go in orifices and be paired with other foods on this list like chocolate. Strawberries are a jack-of-all sexy foods. Chocolate. Jesus. Now, Cosmo reason for this being number two on the list was really lame, so I'm just going to go for melted, spreadable, lickable, delicious. Right? Enough. Bananas. Yeah. Bananas are a great phallic representation, but that illusion is shattered once you stop putting it in your mouth and start biting down on it. If you don't care about penises at all, you can chop them up into a delicious snack that will help prevent leg cramps during sex. <laughs> Whipped cream. I'm going to keep going. This is great to bring into sex for about 20 minutes and then it gets all watery and smells weird. And we've already got enough, enough of that during sex, but sometimes 20 minutes is all you need. Champagne. Now, this is top journalism. Here's the next line on champagne. Champagne is basically fuck wine. Now, if this oh. is not Pulitzer Prize winning journalism, I don't know what is. It's one of the few beverages that is socially acceptable to pour on a naked body. Champagne mostly rules because if you're going to be a little drunk during sex, at least be classy drunk during sex. Jesus, I can't wait for Dom Perignon to put that on their label. <laughs> Fuck wine. <laughs> <laughs> I think they need to do it on the special vintages. <laughs> God, hand-picked fuck wine. France's finest. Moving on, I basically jumped cherries, melons and cucumbers. Oysters. Of course. I knew that would be in here. Right. Now, see, I wrote here, cold snot, so gross, Clarky. I know you hate seafood. And on the subject of oysters, I agree. Ugh. Ice cream, gummy bears, bacon. Gummy I, bears? because it, it was ridiculous. Um, bacon. Bacon does go with everything, so maybe... Um, and then, and then their note is bacon is is sexy in an earnest kind of way. It's the Seth Rogen of sexy foods. <laughs> Paul, Paul's Paul's face is like, what is happening here? I don't even know what to do with it. I don't understand. Okay, all right, we're nearly done. Cheese. You can get really fancy oh. ones, blindfold the other person, and have them guess which ones they are. Even if they get it wrong, everyone still wins because sex happens. <laughs> Cheese is sexy in a sophisticated like what kind of way, like a hot librarian. And the last one on the list is shellfish. Again, Paul hates seafood. Uh, These are all very cliched, well, aren't they? they are, Let's they are, they are. Oysters, shellfish. Oh, it says anything bite-sized that you have to lean back and open your mouth for is automatically sexy. Shrimp are no exception. You'd still choke on it ultimately. You can open your mouth for these and you just got to chew them up. <laughs> that brings me to the end of my context. Now, story is set in Philadelphia. Okay, so notable facts from Wiki regarding Philadelphia are Pennsylvania's largest city, notable for rich history. It's got the Liberty Bell, Independence Hall, 
where the Declaration of Independence and Constitution was signed and other American revolutionary sites. Also iconic are the steps of the Philadelphia Museum of Art, immortalised by Sylvester Stallone, that's right, triumphant run in the film Rocky. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this story was big news in Philly and a journalist named Victor Fiorillo broke the case, in inverted commas, by doing a bit of investigative journalism and records his account. It's also important to note that this his work helped did help to um, apprehend the perpetrator because before he talked about it on radio, no witnesses had come forward formally to the police, although there is a little bit of a suggestion that they had, but whatever. Okay, so this story had a lot of co- coverage, but my main sources were phillymag.com, dailymail.co.uk, Victor Fiorillo on um, Philly Mag is probably the best source. In 2014, a Facebook post was put up on Mayfair Town Watch in which showed a man sitting in a car without pants on, dangling a slice of Swiss cheese. Now, you know how criminals can often get monikers like um, the Yorkshire Ripper, the Zodiac Killer, Jack the Ripper? Um, Well, this guy was instantly named the Swiss cheese pervert. Hmm. So when he was... Because he was dangling cheese or because he was naked in his car? Allow me to go on. The allegations from the Mayfair Town Watch's Facebook page where this photo was posted publicly on Thursday, on the Thursday in the 2014 said, Good morning, Mayfair. Please be aware of the Swiss cheese pervert. This individual is driving around surrounding communities and exposes himself to women. He offers them money to watch him put Swiss cheese on his privates. He is a white, heavyset male, 40 to 50 years old, he drives a newer model silver sedan. He was also spotted in a black newer model sedan. If you see this guy, do not confront him. Get his plate and call 911. So in case you missed any of that, and this is the story from Victor, this man's being accused of not only showing women his junk, but also bringing some Swiss cheese along for the ride. Naturally, someone on Facebook suggested that a good stripper name for the Swiss cheese pervert would be Alpine Lace. And someone had set up a Swiss cheese pervert account on Twitter, which was funny, and it had a little meme on it that said, I'm lactose incompetent. I can't get it up without some Swiss cheese. (laughs) (laughs) So then the story gets updated. We've been hearing reports that the Swiss cheese pervert has been around for some time on dating sites like OkCupid. The Daily News spoke with a Bridesburg resident and OkCupid user named Gabby Chest. Who told the paper and that is her name by the way, who told the paper that the Swiss cheese pervert said he was in in quotation looking for someone to perform masturbation on him with cheese. The Daily News also published the following excerpt from a message allegedly sent by the Swiss cheese pervert to Chest. I started to compare girls to cheese due to their milky complexions. Girls are soft, smooth feeling, and tend to like dairy products more. That and typical advertising, always using a girl to advertise dairy products. So cheese is what I started to use as a replacement for having sex with girls. And it wasn't Swiss cheese because there's holes in it? I've just made that connection, is that right? I don't think that we really ever get to understand why Swiss cheese. Is it inferred Mm. though? I don't... Well, there were lots of jokes. I've got to say, in a lot of the reporting, people went to town on... Cheese name, puns, you know, uh, you can't breathe serious. You know, like it was it was <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and um, But he seemed to just like Swiss cheese. But uh, it, uh, in terms of his sexual gratification, it seemed to be Swiss cheese. But it, it, and then were people like, oh, this, you know, his case has holes all the way through it, you know, shit like that. <laughs> so, you know, lots of jokes about it. But it was, I don't think it was ever really clear. Was there a case at this point? No, okay, so basically what happened is some people, a person put up on Facebook uh, a post saying there's this man behaving like this. There is a photograph taken at the same time because it's 2014, so someone took a photo with their phone of him uh, sitting in his car, no pants on, dangling Swiss cheese sort of at about waist height above his private parts and um, 
you don't see. How do you get a photograph like that? At what angle? How close? I mean, oh, I would say they were maybe two or three meters away from the. And he had the door open, did he? I think he did. I've got. Let me have a look at the photo. I don't understand how else you'd get that visual. I mean, I could be sat in my car with no pants on. Oh no, 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 no! They're much closer. Would be any the wiser. Here, I'll share my screen so you can see my friend here. I reckon he used to do it out the front of a cheese shop, and he'd just dangle it. Don't go in there. Come over here. I've got plenty of cheese. Can you see the screen? Jesus. Oh. You mean, oh. you mean Jesus? That's, That's what I said. Code. Why yeah. do I want to say provolone when I see that? Oh, <laughs> that just looks like we should be ordering an American sandwich with provolone. Looks like a big slice of provolone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's hard to believe he wasn't having sex. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, it takes all sorts of... Uh, but yeah, so it's a very 2014 phone camera shot because it's you know all very pixelated and goodness it's a huge knows, slice of cheese. It is a very large slice of cheese. I would argue. Well, from what I understand, he um, he wrapped it around like he'd like people to wrap it around. Anyway, we're oh, getting ahead. We're wow. getting ahead. We're getting ahead. We're getting ahead. Uh, maybe I left that. Pa- we always he wasn't getting. Right. It does look like it's it, he's sourced that from sort of. Um, not a retail, that's not the word I'm after, but it looks like it's from a deli. Do you know what I mean? It looks like you're actually buying it in bulk. Well, it's, it's come from a, a big block. I get 10 Yeah, it's a big old slice of cheese he's whacking around his willy. That would be six inches, don't you think? Oh, I'd, I'd say that was a six yeah. inch piece large. of it, Yeah, it was. It'd be about the length of our mics, I reckon. <laughs> if I dangled a mic in front of my oh, penis. Eight. I wonder if to catch him, they went to delis around town and said, have you seen anyone buying an awful lot of Swiss cheese lately? I did read a lot, but I can't remember if that... No, I'll tell you how they caught him, all right? You can actually hear a radio story about this. The the, the uh, journalist goes on a, radio, a local radio thing. Someone had called him and said, I think it's this person, and I'm not quite sure why they knew maybe they worked at a deli you could be right maybe they said i know a man who loves a bit of cheese and just hangs around and buys cheese could could be right so the resident sleuth is uh, journo victor follows up with a visit to the home of the person he suspected who denied any involvement so before the police have even had anyone allegedly formally complain about him this journalist goes to this guy's house can't accuse him that's very odd isn't it? Anyway. Imagine imagine if someone knocked at your door and accused you of that and it wasn't Precisely. you. Precisely. Like you would have a very distinct reaction as opposed to if it was you. And there's photographs as well. So I think he was filming it. Like it's. How many cheese uh, sightings had there been prior to the journalist? I mean, was it prolific at this point or was it just a few or just the one before he went to this person's house? Do we know? Well, we'll get to it a little bit later in the story, but. He, okay. um, well, we, what we do know is that he had been on some dating websites and he'd basically been trying to solicit women to masturbate him with cheese, um, which is not against the law. Like he's, no, he's, he's a basically crime. seeking someone who's got similar fetishes, um, interests and kinks that he has. Uh, and he, I believe had possibly also, which is illegal, I think in Philadelphia, um, bought, prostitutes and ask them to oh. involve. Oh, I think that comes up in a minute, so give me a second. Okay. So following a series of witnesses coming forward after the radio story, right, so they've got the Facebook mm-hmm. thing happens and other people obviously go, well, hang on, actually that happened to me. So several women, I think it was up to six, came forward and um, the he, Chris Pagano, who is the perpetrator, was arrested. Now, it's fortunate that Chris Pagano was the man that this um, journalist went to because it, I would, there's a whole legal thing, I reckon, around this um, <clears throat> journal just rocking up to your house accusing you of something if it's not you uh, and not following any due process in terms of proper legal investigation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think a journal should be going to someone's house and accusing them of something unless there's evidence of it. That's not, is, I mean, that's not your job as a journalist. But if he's correct... Yeah, go to the police and show here's my evidence that this guy is the one I think it is or this is my suspect and allow the police to do their job. It's not, it's not your job. 
But he hadn't done anything wrong except potentially being with a prostitute, right? At the moment, you're just someone who likes to have sex with or, you know, don't no, I think be involved you... in sexual acts with cheese. It, no, I, the, what he oh. did wrong was yes, driving past someone with no pants on, exposing and, himself, and okay. exposing himself to a person who he doesn't know out the window, and saying, "Hey, do you want to masturbate me with this cheese while standing <laughs> in cheese?" Right. So that okay, that fair is, enough. Yeah. So, so cheese doesn't have a lot of structural <laughs> integrity. I wonder how many slices it would take to get him off. That nearly made me choke. Um, I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's a good question. If you though. if you take the size of the cheese that he's dangling and the size of the star that they use to cover his privates, I'm going to suggest that there's not a lot to be working with there. Maybe. I, w- I wish, as part of your research, you had have wrapped the slice of cheese around your wine bottle and just moved up and down slightly to see how the cheese held together. Um, I don't understand any of it. Okay, so this is how the report, the, re- the arrest was reported, which I think sounds awful. The cops waited outside 41-year-old Pagano's house with guns drawn until he opened the door and surrendered himself. Is that not a bit over the top? Um, I feel like that's okay in America because, you know, guns are fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near it. This is from the affidavit of probable cause in the case. And the witness name has been changed to Ms Doe. The Norristown Police Department received a report of attempted sexual assault. Norristown Police Officer Terence Seligman went to the caller's residence and met with Ms Doe. Ms Doe reported that she had just been approached by a male while she was walking. The male asked Ms Doe to have sexual contact with him. Ms Doe told police that approximately, at approximately... 0030 hours she was walking home from a store the male approached her from behind and asked her a question the male removed a large block of cheese from his pocket and told Ms Doe that he would pay her $20 to rub the Swiss cheese on his penis Ms Doe became alarmed and fled on foot towards her residence the male offered Ms Doe more money as she fled the area Ms Doe <laughs> 50 Oh my God, 100. <laughs> Ms. Doe described the male as white, balding and weighing over 300 pounds because he does love his cheese. So he wasn't going to chase her then, was he? Ms. Doe identified Christopher Bagano as the person that asked her to pa- place cheese on his penis. As a result, Pagano was charged with criminal sol- uh, solicitation and disorderly conduct he later pled guilty to disorderly conduct and the solicitation charge was dismissed. And, and it would have been solicitation because he's offering to pay her. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So the, I'm disturbed about the fact that it's a block of cheese I now. Love, I know, that's quite a different uh, modus operandi, isn't it, what he's going to do with it? You're disturbed it's a block of cheese. Well, no, I've just like it's a an escalation for one, but I'm not sure how that works because mm. you can't wrap a block of cheese around. It's literally just, and he was just saying, just touch it. Give me that grating action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you just rub yeah. this block of cheese against my penis? Like, oh yeah, sure. Here we go. Well, I just pretend it's over spaghetti bolognese. A little bit of the Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> the outcome was the same in 2006 after Pagano was charged with solicitation and disorderly conduct. The Norristown Police Department is unable to confirm that Cheese was involved in the 2006 incident. I was. What? I'm sorry, I just love the fact that they can't confirm that Cheese was involved. If Cheese. Cheese may or may not. There was some horrible white substance, but we're not sure if that was Philadelphia cream ah, cheese now or something you get else. about Philadelphia. And Philly steaks. Are not Philly steaks uh, cheese on steaks? Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Philly cheese. I thing. believe this so. Guy just, this guy is just really patriotic about where he comes from. So, to quote, I was working the 2006 detail as well, says Norristown Police Detective James Angelucci. <laughs> Is that like your stereotypical, what sounds like a New Yorker American name? I feel like he wears a big um, coat and a hat. 
as well. He also worked the 2009 case. So now we've got three cases, 2006, 2009 and 2014. But what James Angelucci says here is, and I believe cheese was on the menu, but I'm not completely sure. If my memory serves, it was Swiss. Got your man. So bringing us up to speed, at the end of 2014, he was charged with harassment, stalking, indecent exposure and open lewdness. Before I go on, there are a couple of things. Before we do our sentencing and, you know, talk about whether or not we think it's even a crime, etc. a few notable headlines around the case. So Channel 9 um, and I think Metro.co.uk ran cheese masturbator, sorry, Swiss cheese masturbator, Philadelphia hunt sex pest. Swiss cheese pervert Chris Pagano admits indecent exposure in the Irish Mirror. Swiss cheese pervert pleads guilty, avoids jail time after terrorising Philadelphia. And my favourite, holy cheeses, Mayfair is lactose intolerant with Swiss cheese pervert on the loose. Lactose intolerant, that is gold. Yes. All right. So yes. do you want to hear the actual real legal proceeding or do we want to just talk about what we think about Chris and his fetish? I'm I'm wondering, did he just have his pricing strategy wrong? It did cross my Wouldn't mind. Have. I mean, if he just had, if he was prepared to give people money in the street to do it, why couldn't he have just done it online? And, you know, I think put he it tried, in Craigslist or whatever, advertise and said, I'd like to have some great cheese on my member. But also, twenty bucks, probably I think not. He tried. Yeah, no, twenty bucks. No, you're right. Fifty, hundred. By then, she's already scared. <laughs> If he had a, if he had the number right and they were more surprised by the yeah. number rather than the cheese, maybe not so bad. Maybe you'd get a taker. Could I give you a thousand dollars to rub this block of cheese yes. against my penis? It's a block of it. cheese. If you get a big enough block, you're gonna be six inches Show away from me the money anything first. anyway. Yeah. And allow you you do it totally. for a thousand? And allow me to and allow me to have witnesses so you can't murder me, right? So I'm happy to have other people around because I don't want to get murdered if you're a complete psycho. But, yeah, of course, that, that, that's 15 minutes work for a Easy grand. money. Easy money. This is a crime of marketing like and the four Absolutely. Ps. Absolutely. Mm. And what are the four Ps? I mean, what the, are the, the four product. Ps? Product, price, proposition. Position. Product, price, promotion. Promotion. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're right. He didn't quite have his four Ps in place. He only had his Swiss cheese. <laughs> that is his crime. I agree. <laughs> The, the the product being either him or the cheese. I think Swiss cheese is nice. Looking at that photo, you know, that's going to increase it's the quite price. Unique, for I sure. agree. You know, it's and Swiss cheese can sometimes go to premium, so it's not like it's your down market. He knows well and good that if you use a cheddar, it would crumble. You know, he's got a decent cheese with a good consistency. It's got a little bit of elasticity to it, so it's sort of malleable. Yeah. I think. I think that would work quite well. Uh, Twenty bucks, and you get to keep the block of cheese. Yeah, we'll see. I was going to say my issue. I have. I don't think anything's that disgusting. If he said, "And I'll give you an extra fifty to eat the cheese after," no, not doing that. I've got my. Yeah. I've got my standards. Not even if you cut off the, the the couple of inches that were closest. If you cut off the couple of inches that were closest. <laughs> oh, the cheese. No. no. Jesus. Baby um, cheeses. The, the other. The other crime is position, right? Because if he had done that in the privacy of his own home with somebody, Correct. no crime. And I don't understand why he couldn't line this up online. Because if he had been able to find some subgroup, you know, that likes these sort of food fetishes, as Caroline was sort of alluding to earlier, with all these different subcategories, there must be, you know, like cheese hornbags or us or something along the lines of, you know, a group that identifies with, you know, doing having sex with cheese or whatever it is so that to have to just walk out onto the street i think that that's where he's gone wrong just asking some rando <laughs> i wonder how he lured them in like if you know did he sit there in the car waving the cheese or like was there i don't know like hansel and gretel style like five bits of cheese strategically positioned that people went oh look a bit of cheese nom 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 oh look another bit of cheese nom, nom, I nom, think... nom. and then went Oh, big Swiss cheese block. Ah, penis. And ran the other way. Like... No, I think that's absolutely not the case. I think that 
as we were talking about the four Ps, his promotion was just horrendous. I think he literally just whacked the door open and <laughs> just waiting for people to walk past. I mean, but it was such a good shot of him. I'm surprised that you got that much. Oh. If you were up against a door, you wouldn't see that much of his body, Schmitty. Allow You've me got to, to think of the angle. You. I mean, I'll show you a bit more. I don't know if I've been watching too much Law and Order, but I mean, this is Special Victims Unit all over for me. How much law and order is too much? Well, when it's on late at night and I'm supposed to be going to bed so I can get up early for the kids and I think, oh, no, I've just got to watch it. And I hear the ding-dong. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, I, I bet Pain. it's day. Oh, I haven't seen oh, that one. Goodness. See, that oh. one you can't quite tell. that it, You wouldn't know what's going on beneath the door. So yeah. that's less offensive. Can you see the key? He's waving Yeah, and the whole and they thing. talked about two oh, cars. Oh, you can do that's it. That's the second car with the dark, um, the dark, whatever it was. Black yeah. one. With his cheese. I don't, I, I mean, let's, I, I swear to God, if a man drove past me waving a piece of cheese, because <laughs> I, oh, people yeah, will yell things out, but people <laughs> yell things out, and by the time I've paid attention, I'll turn my head and he'd just be waving a piece of cheese, and I'd be I like, know. that's a bit strange. I wouldn't think but, anything But this it. is my point. If you saw that, you wouldn't go no. over there. So, like, what happened to get them right up there? There must have been something where they were like, you know, like that whole cheese thing where, oh, they like cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, look over here. Now I've got the big bella of cheese. And then they go, like, something had yeah, to happen. He did, did he hang hey, out and dominate? Hey, girly. Hey, 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 girly. I got something. I got something in the car here for you. I got something you want to see. And then they come over and then he's like, I got a piece of cheese. Yeah. I got a something little for something for you. For you. Like and a little something see, for you different. is in this photo. A little that's way more incriminating. That one's vile. That's through the passenger oh, side I window. I see why we can see that because he's on the, he is in his seat. That's right. But they've gone through the yeah, other window. Yeah. That's where I was mistaken, right? So he does have the door closed. He's just like, hey, how about? I wonder if it looks to me, am I... <laughs> Well, am I dreaming? He, he's he got quite like a heavy set leg, and is there a small white top of a sock? So it's not like his pants are even pulled down. Oh. He just he headed out the house just with the you top and that? socks on and shoes. You mean that? <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. He does look a little bit like James Gum from um, who? Silence of the oh, Lambs, no. but but one who's been in lockdown for too long. As we all have. <laughs> okay, what so the things I have? do want to... The facts that I can tell you is that he's actually married um, and he was married at the whole time and he had a 12-year-old daughter during this. Well, he still has And his wife's lactose intolerant. This is where it all gets real. Um, oh, and I just want to add, so, so in this case what happened was he um pled guilty so he took a plea bargain there was no real trial to oh to um a harassment lewd, fraud. sorry I, <laughs> didn't i say what the, not my yeah, did. Yeah. it was something boring though that had nothing to do with anything what even is that Okay, it was harassment, stalking, indecent exposure, and open lewdness. This podcast so is put, open lewdness. Let's be honest. Some of the language and some of the concepts have been rather lewd. Well, lewd. this is how crime lewd happens, Carla. This is crime. I, I, did you not know what know. crime was? You thought it was all going to be murders and rapes? <laughs> anyway, in 2018, he was facing charges again of verbal har um, uh, harassment. And more you dig into that, it sounds like he's done, it's not just verbal harassment, it sounds like he's done the same thing again. But it gave him an opportunity to speak out about how this had impacted him. And I want to get your your response to this stuff. No, I'm just thinking how what it impacted him, like the, the constant charges of rubbing, uh, what was it, solicitation of rubbing fees against said organ. Okay, so I'm going to remind you again of how much the media enjoyed this story. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So the media, all those headlines that we were pissing ourselves, holy Jesus, Mayfair is lactose intolerant with Swiss cheese pervert on loose. That is my favourite. Um, and then the Swiss cheese pervert pleads guilty, avoids jail time. So this guy, basically all over town, was known as the Swiss cheese pervert and could not shake it. And that what's... Gotcha. Yeah. 
So he basically says later on, he says, I'm not denying it happened. It's not a sex offender thing. It was an addiction. Inappropriate behavior was the rush. So I will tell you, he was sentenced to eight years of counseling, basically. Staying away from cheese. Interesting. No, banned from driving except to work, church and the doctor. He's got to stay away from his victims. But mostly it's about um, sex sex uh, addiction rehabilitation. So uh, Is he on the a sex offenders register or something? I guess he would be, wouldn't he? No, no, no. Well, didn't say. Okay. Didn't say. It said eight years probation. Eight years probation. Must go go to inpatient, inpatient, not inpatient, <laughs> sex offender treatment. So I only go. It's the treatment for people who are really impatient. Those, those sex offenders that are very impatient. Let's get this over quickly. It could be actually. You're right, Carla, because <laughs> it does say. It, it does say sex offender treatment, so maybe he was labelled as a sex offender. Anyway, so he's been seeking treatment for a period of time, four years at this point. And is that like, says, um, is it electrotherapy where they show him different foods and then the cheese comes on and he gets excited so they electrocute him? I can't possibly comment on what happened in his inpatient sex offender treatment, but maybe, maybe. I'd be interested to understand mm. that a little bit more. Imagine being the the therapist. You what? I'd rather not. Yeah. Well, no, because the whole point of the context that I set up earlier is that he's not alone in having this kink. He's not. No, but the kink the kink isn't the cheese. The kink is the well. The, the problem is he's doing driving around in public with his pants down. Yes. Yes. Inappropriate behaviour was the rush. This is what he's saying. I'm not. It's not a sex offender thing. It was an addiction. Inappropriate behaviour was the rush. Says himself. What I'm saying is how everything was handled as a crime. The police got involved after the media and the Mayfair Town Watch made a lot of noise about it. I consider that a civil rights violation. Being a jackass and doing inappropriate behaviour is not criminal. Except it is. Anyway. It's not appropriate. It was all fine until someone got annoyed about it. <laughs> it's not appropriate what? at all, but it's not criminal, he says. Incorrect. If you're drunk and say, hey, you want to blow me, they could say, get the hell out of here. That happened. People thought it was funny. Being an arsehole is not a crime. With the whole thing in the car, my genitals were partially covered by the cheese. But when the media got hold of it and turned it into what they turned it into, the police had to react harshly. He added, I understand weirdness and kink sells and draws attention. He's delusional. I feel well, like if he was yeah. in a bar, he'd say, hey, you hungry? Would you like some of my Swiss cheese and ham sandwich? Here, I've got it in my back pocket. No, thanks. I'm not hungry. Well, how about we get the Swiss cheese out and you just whack me off at the bar anyway? <laughs> no, I'm going to go a step further because it's exactly the scenario I had in mind, which is you're at a bar and a man... So, so all he's saying is, I've propositioned someone... And they had the right to say no, and that, that in itself isn't actually criminal. However, the means to which he propositioned someone was to have no pants on in public, which is criminal. Which is the crime, yes. Not, not the cheese. The, the cheese being, made it funny. The cheese made it funny. The rest is just I'm flashing mm -hmm. myself and asking you to suck me off. I mean, that it's a crime is a crime. Marketing. It's he a crime didn't, of yeah. marketing. It's a crime of marketing, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps it is. Okay. Well, according to him, he said he's addressed a social anxiety disorder that triggered a fight or flight response, sometimes triggered by talking to a woman. Medication therapy and med meditation helped him to discover better impulse control. Apparently not. <laughs> he likened battling those urges to being a drug addict. And I, look, I understand that it's like it's an addiction, right? And he says the reason I got over it is because I didn't want to hurt anyone. It's not a sex offender thing. It's an addiction. In a, it's an addiction. Inappropriate behaviour was my rush. But he's saying this stood outside the court in 2018, having been brought back for doing it again. So I don't think he got over no, it. No, I think you're right. He just seems to make some mistakes like with pants on. I feel like yeah. I feel like the last crime wasn't really a crime. And you know, coming back to the whole thing of the glamour of strawberries as uh, food, as far as food sex fetishes go. If, if you were at Wimbledon and you were eating your strawberries and said to somebody, hey, I can fit a whole pun it, like, is that a crime? In this day and age, yes. 
So the point about Chris, this guy, Chris, Chris Pagano, is he's just yelling out random sexual shit at strangers. If he had been successful on his um, dating websites and he'd found women who were quite happy to do that with him, there wouldn't be a crime. Oh, if he's not paying them, there wouldn't be a crime. There's no solicitation. There's nothing. He's just engaging in consensual sexual activity with someone and cheese. I mean, the crime is against the cheese, frankly. Before we get to sentence and whatever, I'm just going to give you this little insight into how it's affected his wife, right? My wife can't go anywhere without getting harassed about it. My daughter can't go anywhere without getting harassed about it. He said, people think it's all a big joke, but it isn't. Our lives have been destroyed because of all the attention. When you're on my side of this, you see just how people set out to destroy other people's lives. It's horrible. All I want to do is to try and live my life within the confines of the law. My law. But people, (laughs) well, might need a little bit more tuition on what the law is. But people always think about that nickname when they find out who I am. So this guy got his infamy in, infamy, infamy, they've all got an infamy. Um, (laughs) This infamy in 2014 and it's still going. All right. So having said all of that, the charges, according to the actual law, are harassment, stalking, indecent exposure and open lewdness. What are your verdicts? Guilty, not guilty? Guilty. Yeah, For the original one, guilty. absolutely. Yeah, guilty. Yeah. yeah. And how would you sentence him? Clarky's favourite bit. How would you sentence him? Hmm. I think I'd make him go vegan for a long, long time. Because then he couldn't have cheese. He should go to a vegan commune so he could never yeah. eat cheese again. And more importantly, never hurt a Swiss cheese slice again. Because in my opinion, the crime here wasn't even brought up. It's a crime cheese. against cheese. Yes. Too I sad. agree. I do agree. Imagine how many blocks of Swiss cheese got spoilt in the making of this story. Crime against cheese, and I love cheese. And, you know, Carla, you talked about the cost of cheese earlier today. You know, it's disgusting. It's wasteful. You talked about the tomatoes being wasted, yep. Paul, and yet we were okay with all these all these slices of cheese just being wanked away. Lots of cheese. <laughs> Jeepers. Oh, Carla. Yes. Your sentencing. How do you, how do you think you should be sentenced? I don't know. I really don't know. I think that, you know, send him home to his wife and child and make them explain to them that he's got a thing for cheese because, I mean, really the people who have suffered the most, I think, are his wife and daughter because, I mean, that would be very humiliating over a period of time. They would have to leave and not be the Philly cheesesteak <laughs> perverts. Well, if, if she was in her right mind, she, she and her daughter would probably go and start a new life somewhere else, I would, away from the cheese perverts. Yeah, but it's a different- yeah, but it's difficult because she might have known about his cheese thing. Like, you know, she may have engaged in his cheese yeah. thing with him. So, so what if she's got a cheese thing too? I can't remember where I read it, but I know I read this. He did state somewhere along the line that the only cheese he eats is mozzarella. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just was like, I can't believe that that's not even... A bigger thing, but he won't even even eat his own Swiss cheese. Maybe that's why he doesn't use mozzarella. I feel like mozzarella would be a better cheese for the act, but if he eats it, then he feels like he's wasting it. Swiss cheese, I don't eat that, so it's quite okay. I think it comes back to what he thought it was originally, which was it was a substitute for a woman. Because remember, he talked about the cheese being sort of yeah, but milk. I don't understand yeah. why he needs yeah. a texture sub- when he's got a wife. Yeah, I don't understand why. Correct, and well, and yeah. that's why I left out the fact that he had a wife for a long time. Yeah, because mate, you're married. You know, you know what the downstairs of a lady is. You know, like maybe she's vegan and they have no cheese in the, the house. Downstairs of a lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! The downstairs of a lady. You were telling us of earlier for lutenus, so I decided to try and try to be all appreciate it. I very much appreciate it. Thank you, Caroline. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I really like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Oh. 
<sighs> All right, Carla, we're waiting for you. You have to sentence No, have to I can't think something. of anything. I don't, I, I really don't know what. I think he's guilty, but I can't think of anything. Oh, he's guilty. He's totally guilty. You did mention the cheese grater oh, earlier. Maybe, maybe. it's got that. It's <laughs> mm. real. What is it? Is that a corporal? Corporal punishment? Uh, yeah. A painful corporal. punishment, that's yeah. for sure. What's that's capital and corporal? Cor- capital's um, killing someone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a corporal punishment. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Is that the difference? Great his penis. You could sentence him to <laughs> like... Penis grading is considered corporal. <laughs> yes, I remember that definition now. Yes, that's the, that's the one they use when they're teaching it to you in law school. <laughs> capital yeah, is yeah. Corporal oh. is when you are grating a man's penis against right, a cheese yeah. grater. Ah, oh, right. Well, I was helping well, with my kids' homework. I was just going to say, if you go back to the root of the Latin, corp, being yes. body, oh. corporal. Ah, so, yes. So physical punishment. Right, got it. And therefore, I think, I think you can get 50 lashes with a cheese stick. <laughs> 50 lashes with a cheese stick. Cheese stick, not a yeah, cheese stick. No, no, stick. no. I didn't say yeah. cheese stick. I said cheese stick. Cheese stick. Ooh. It just ran together. Um, what cheese? Because this. Well, this be is... those little, you know, those cheese sticks. No, no. I think you could go harder. You could get a really strong reinforced parmesan. No, but sometimes it's like a yeah, belt. Because... You want something very um, thin. So. Yeah. The kids eat stringers. <laughs> they pull them apart, those terrible, cheap, you know, plastic cheese. You could whip him with some uh, stringers. That's a thing. Or put him in stocks and have mini, mini baby bells. Floating. Baby cheeses. Just... Yes. Cheeses. Yeah. Baby cheeses, Kimmy. But he likes cheese. I think you're missing the point. He likes cheese. Yeah, he'd really get off on that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. True. Maybe you should just be clothed all the time and then he can do what he wants with his cheese. There is. What's if he just drove around in his car with the cheese on his lap, with his pants on and with the doors and the windows, the doors closed, the windows wound up, I mean, he's not doing anything wrong. He just needs to know that he's – the cheese is neither here nor there, is it? He's just a pervert. I think we, I think we come down to let's just grade his penis a little bit. Not not gratuitously, just enough that it hurts. Make him go like, back to not the Not even once it would hurt. Or <laughs> it would hurt. Make him go back to the counsellor and um, don't ban him from all the delis in the area. I think area. he needs to um, at least do a master's in marketing so that he gets it right next time. That's yep. it. I'm happy so with am that. I. Right. Someone needs to teach him about the four Ps. Good job. All right, so that was my case about Chris Pagano, the Swiss cheese pervert. I don't. When I get cheese, I get cheese, and it's, sometimes it's called Grana Padano or something. And I wonder if yeah. he's related to it. It's a G. It's P A G A N O. He's not the well, Grand Padano. He's the Grand Pagano. <laughs> I like it. I'm surprised I didn't use that as a headline. Well, that was my case. Did you like it, Clarky? Oh. I was going to follow this podcast up with a cheese platter, but I feel like now we might just skip that. I'm a bit of a fan of cheese, I have to say. I'm starting to feel less so after that. And I was thinking, like, if he was looking at people who would be prospective partners, I could imagine if I was on a profile, the joke used to be that I couldn't cook, but I could do a wicked cheese platter. (laughs) I was like, he'd be looking at me thinking, (gasps) potential, potential. I would have been, there would have been red flags near my name for him, for sure. He would like that. Maybe the best way to wrap up this case is to say I'm wrapping this up in a big fat piece of Swiss cheese. I'd like to thank you, Swanee and Clark, <laughs> for following me down the rabbit hole of Swiss cheese. Until next time. Until next time. I might and go and find myself time, a fondue yeah. for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. Uh, and thanks for listening to our show. If you're still listening, I hope you are, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron 
at www.patreon.com trial by wine or visit our website www.trialbywine.com to donate to us your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences we really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us our cover art is by john christo and music is by beauchamp from pixabay.com <laughs>